דף כ"ח עמוד א', Women learning Torah, אסור לאדם שילמד את עבדו תורה. The issue of, of women learning and being taught Torah is a, is, is a massive topic uh, and multifaceted. And when we get to Masech Tesota, we'll probably have an opportunity to go into it in, in much more depth. Uh, but there's just one angle to it that our Gemara opens a, uh, some insights to that we should learn and understand. Uh, firstly, to understand the Mishnah on Daf Chofchet Amud Aleph, we start with a posuk in Vayikra. V'nefesh ki techta v'shama kol alav hu eid or ra'o yadav. A person sins by knowing evidence, im lo yagid v'nasavono, but not coming to give evidence. There's a court case going on. He knows evidence in support of one of the, the litigants in the court case. And he doesn't come forward, that's an Isidoraisa. That's, that's forbidden. But from this, the wording of Vuhu Eid or Ra'au Yada, the Gomorrah learns in Erche, in Erchin, Vuhu Eid, Ad Shiyehe Kasher Mitchilato Vad Sofo. When it says, or Ra'au Yada, he, he was a witness at the time that he saw, means that at the time that he saw the event, he must be a Kosher Eid, he must be Kasher Le'edut. It's not just when he comes to the Bezdin that he has to be a kosher witness. He has to be a kosher witness when he saw the evidence as well. And the Gemara says in Bova Basha, say, Aklal, this is the rule. Kol shetchilato osofor bepaslut. If a person is not a kosher witness, either at the beginning, meaning when he observed the event, or at the end, meaning when he's giving evidence in court, either case is not kosher, תחילתו וסופו בכשרות, then is פסול, but only if תחילתו וסופו בכשרות. If he starts off as a kosher witness and he ends as a kosher witness, then he's kosher. Um, the Rashbam explains in, in Bava Basra that this comes from the posuk that we just learned. However, even though there's a requirement that you have to be kosher le'edut when you see the, the evidence, you have to be a fit witness, you have to be a quali- qualified for, as, to be able to be a witness when you observe the event and when you give evidence. Nevertheless, our Mishnah says on Dav Kaches, There are exceptional cases where a person can come and say, I'm giving evidence on something I saw when I was a child. Now I'm an adult and I can give evidence, but I'm giving evidence on something I saw when I was a child and we learned that if you At the time of the observation, you also have to be a kosher witness. So these are exceptions to that rule because these are particular cases of the Rabbonin where the rabbis required evidence, although Midorai said that it's not, it's not normal or 100% evidence. And so there are some leniences that if one of the witnesses was, uh, was not an adult at the time of the event, but he is an adult now, then these cases is believed. One of them is Ne'eman Adam Loma, Vishaya Ishploni, Yotsemi Beta Sefer, Litbole, Chobitruma. I remember that so and so was at school with me, and when he used to go out of school, he used to be fetched from school and taken to the mikveh so that he could go to the mikveh and eat truma. So we all knew that this child was a Kohen, but at that time I was a cotton, I was, I was below the age. Nevertheless, he's believed. Um, the Gemara says, the That doesn't prove that he's a Kohen. Maybe he's the slave of a Kohen, who also is allowed to eat Truma. Messiah Leila Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. So what's important says this supports the view of Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. ben Levi, Asul Adam Torah. The proof is not so much that he went 
that he was taken out to go and eat, eat truma. That's one, one element of it. But the proof is, part of the proof is he was learning Torah. He was in yeshiva. He was in cheder in the morning. And, we, and if he was a slave, he wouldn't be in cheder because there's an issue to teach a slave Torah. Says the Gemara, is really the law? Is that is that so? But Tanya, haven't we learned that in a case or she karash l'shop sukim bevet aknesat harez lo yitzel lecherut that if we a person we have evidence that a particular person read three psukim in the Torah in shul in front of everybody, um, maybe that's a reason to assume that he's not an eved. Um, and the Gemara and the Brisa says, no, that's not a case. He, he remains a, a slave. That's not proof that he's not a slave. So, so we see that he's allowed to, that even though he's a slave, the fact that he's reading Torah and the basic Knesset and the Shul doesn't prove that he's not a slave. Answers the Gemara, Hatam de'ikri evid midato. That's where he, he's reading on his own will. That if an evid reads Torah on his own will, by his own will, that doesn't prove that he's a free person, that he has been freed. Kikam rinan, but where we're saying that if a child says, I remember in, in in Cheder, in Yeshiva, this young boy used to go and eat Truma. He couldn't have been an Eved because what was he doing in Yeshiva? That's the Kanahig Beimin Hagbanim. That's where the father treats this young boy as a son. And, and it's the way that he treats him as a son that makes it clear he's not an Eved, he's not a slave. And therefore, if he ate Truma, if he was taken out of school to go to the mikveh so that he could eat Truma, clearly it wasn't because he was an Eved, he must have been a son of his father, and, and therefore they must be Kohanim. <clears throat> the, um, the Ran and others say that the, the issue here is about whether the father treated the child like a son or not. That's what we're looking at the, at the evidence. But, but the Rambam makes a blanket statement. And, and he says in Hilchus Avodim, adam avdo Torah, A person should not teach his servant, his slave, Torah. And if he does teach him Torah, the Torah that, that's not a sign that the child, that the slave is, is not a slave, that he's actually freed him. What we're looking at, we, we haven't got information, but, if, but all we know is how this particular individual behaves. So from his behavior, can we deduce whether he's been freed or not? We have no other evidence as to whether he was freed or not. And we want to say, since he was learning Torah, he must have been freed by his master. Um, says the Rambam, no, even if he's learning Torah, uh, even, if the, even if he's teaching him Torah, that doesn't give him the right to freedom. The, um, trying to understand the Rambam's blanket statement, so the Rambam says nothing about you treating him like his son. The Rambam just says, um, We see in the Rishonim, and I, I bring the Shittim Kubetzas there, other, other examples of this, suggesting that there's a linkage to the din of teaching a slave Torah and teaching a woman Torah. And we know that a slave is chayev with the same mitzvot, that a woman is chayevet. Um, the mitzvot asesh asman grama, they're not, they're not chayav, but all the mitzvot she'en asman grama, all those mitzvot which are not tied to time, a woman is chayevet and, uh, and a slave is chayav. So there is a th- and, and, and an understanding, one of the dimensions of, of both the, the slave and the woman is not chas to suggest that a woman is compared to a slave. Other than that, her time is not her own. Uh, she, she has responsibilities in the home and with children. Mitzvot, the, the, the mitzvot for a woman to be tied to particular mitzvot at particular times, that's an unnatural relationship to time and to mitzvot and to her home and to her family. 
And an Evid the same. It's, he's not his own boss. If the master is, the, if the Balabos tells him to go and do certain things and it's Shachris time, uh, he can't say, I've, I've got a Davin Shachris. These are things that um, uh, he's not his own master of time. So in both cases, the uh, requirements of the Torah that, that there are certain mitzvot to be kept at specific times, that's the freedom to set your calendar is one of the biggest acts of freedom. To be able to say, I'm not available at such and such a time. I'm not available at such. When we become slaves to other people's timetables, then we've lost our freedom. Freedom is to be able to, to make time for what's important to you. And a, and a man can do that. For a woman, it's very difficult. Can't just say, oh, it's important to me to play tennis. So I'm leaving my house and I'm away for the afternoon. You've got kids that need, need taken care of. And leaving aside today's confusion of the genders and their roles and And the woman saying, I'm playing tennis, you, you come back from work and pick up the kids, not my job. Not talking about that, we're talking about a, a home as was set up uh, by the Torah, that, that the responsibility for the raising of the children in the home environment is, uh, is, is the mother's responsibility under normal circumstances. Sometimes the mother has to work, and, and then everything changes. But, but the way it ought to be, the model is that the woman's available, she's free to be able to take care of the needs of the children. And, and therefore, she, we, we don't impose on her these, these things, these, these mitzvot. But what about the, the learning of Torah? So we see in both the cases of the, of the Evid and the woman, uh, it, 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 there's, there's an issue to teach them Torah. Why, why is that? So again, we're just touching on it today, but there's one particular angle that, that I want to clarify for today. So we go to the uh, Gemara, the Mishnah in Soito, which as I said, when we come to it, Uh, we'll, we'll treat it in much greater depth. We've been depth, and Ben Azai says, Chayav Adam Torah. It's not such a clear thing that you don't teach your, your daughter's Torah. Ben Azai says, You have to. It's a chiyuv. Rabbi Lezer, And Rabbi Lezer says, This is the famous one that everybody quotes. They don't quote Ben, they don't quote ben Azai. Everybody quotes, If you teach your daughter Torah, it's like teaching her foolishness. Um, And the, uh, but Benazah but, but says you have to. And there's a sheet of Tosfus both in Chagiga and, and here in, in Sota, where Tosfus brings the Yerushalmi that Benazah, Delok Rabbeloza Benazariah, Dedarish Hakele Ta'ama, Nashim, Nashim, Vataf, Nashim, Baolilmod, Nashim, Lishmoah. When it comes to the mitzvah of Hakel, the Gemara says, I understand why the men have to come to Hakel. Why are the women coming? And it says, yes, the men have to learn, the women have to hear. Um, and what's the, what's the difference between learning and hearing? Learning is listening, is learning Torah even when there's no practical halachic uh, outcome of what you're learning. You're not learning the halachot, you're not learning something that's going to tell you what you need to do and how you need to do it. You're learning Torah as a mitzvah of Limut Torah, uh, that, that we have a mitzvah of Igita Bohem Yoman Valaida. We've got to learn Torah day and night. That's where our mind needs to be. That's Lilmud Torah. Lishmaya is to learn the things I need to know. And Tosfos says, "Venira de perish de mitzvah lishma anashim kadeshi yidu lekayem hamitzvah." Women have to learn to know the halachot. So Shabbos they've got to learn, Kashos they've got to learn, Brachos they've got to learn, Tefillah they've got to learn. There's a huge part of of Shulchan Aruch and Shas that that women need to know. And there's nothing wrong. Not only is there nothing wrong in teaching them those areas, absolutely one has to teach them the, the, those areas. But there's, a, there's another element to it here as well, which on the next page of the source sheet, you'll see um, a, a piece of Shita Mekubetzit. And I've introduced the Shita Mekubetzit to, uh, to you uh, already. 
Uh, and he brings here from the Talmidei Rabbeinu Yonah that, um, looking at the, the, the evidence here is not just that this young boy was learning Torah. That wouldn't be so clear that that makes him not an Evid or it makes him an Evid. That wouldn't be the issue. But here it's that he's coming out of Beit HaSefer, he's coming out of Cheder. Vada'i mucha milta shekein bedin. She'im haya Evid lo menichora bo lilmod Torah bikviut im melamed. If he were an Evid, his Rebbe would not have him at Cheder every single day regularly with a teacher. Da'asul adam she'lamed et avdo Torah. Because you're not supposed to teach your, your, your Evid Torah. And what we see here is the Isser of teaching the Evid, and I'm going to apply the same to women because we see the, the parallel in these halachot. The Isser is to discipline and compel a young person to learn Torah. That's the Isser of Asushia Lameh Adam Torah. If a woman wants to learn Torah, absolutely, let her learn Torah. There's no reason why not. If it interests her and she wants to, and it's important to her, and, and today, when women are highly educated, there's no reason why should, why should she be learning mathematics and philosophy and law and engineering and not be learning Torah if she wants to, if she has a passion to learn Torah. The Isser is to subject her to a discipline. You will go to Cheder. You will be in Cheder from 8 o'clock in the morning until 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And when you come back, you'll have a Chavrusa. That's what you'll be doing. For a son, one does that. One has to get the son into Torah. That's Minhag Banim to actually discipline, enter the child into the discipline of, of Limud Torah. That we don't do for, for a woman or for an Evid. And just touching on what the reason for that might be is because when you compel somebody to do something that they are chayav to do, there is a chiyuv, then there's a certain attitude that you adopt to it. The child says, I don't want to put on tefillin, I don't want to do this, but you've got to, it's a mitzvah in the Torah, you've got to. Why is it a mitzvah? So we can talk about why it's a mitzvah and what the importance of the mitzvah, but that you have to is no question. Okay, eventually the child, the child gets it. This is a mitzvah. This is I'm doing what Hashem wants me to do. But where it's not a chiyuf, so what are we going to say to the, the girl? You're now compelling her to go to yeshiva. You're compelling her to go to cheder. And she says, I don't want to. And you say, but you've got to. It's a mitzvah with Hashem. She says, but I'm not, I'm not chayevet. I don't have to do this. For me, this is voluntary. When you compel somebody to do something voluntary, that they don't want to do. They find all sorts of reasons. A person, that's how a person's nature is, of why it's not relevant and why I'm wasting my time and why it's not, not important. That's, that's the compelling. So one has to be careful in the, in the compulsion and one has to distinguish and differentiate. And we'll see it when we get to the sugi in, 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 in Sotah and see the complexity in, in Shulchan Aruch as well about this. There's a difference between Melamdo Torah and Lilmo Torah as, as uh, the Gemara says in Chagigah, to come to Hakel, a woman comes to listen, to hear Torah. So the first thing is, women have to know the halachot that apply to them. That's clear. Now, what about beyond that? Should a woman be learning Bova Kama and Bova Basra? We can't force a woman to do that. A father should never do that. Never make a daughter. Son, you've got to take him to Cheder, introduce him to the difficult sukkahs of Gemara, and teach him how to learn the That's what you do with a son. But with a girl, you don't do that. Unless she wants to. There's no Isra. It doesn't say, Asur lebanot lilmod Torah. It doesn't say that. Asur adam lelamedit bito Torah. And we see from the Talmud Ari here in the, in the Shittim Kubetzit that that means 
בקביעות עם מלמד, you don't set them up בקביעות with a fixed timetable of at these times you have to be learning. This is a time to be learning and here's your teacher and here's the classroom and here's the, the cheder and here's the yeshiva, you need to be learning. That's what we don't do with an evet and that's what we don't do with an isha because they don't have the chiyuv of limud Torah, of just learning Torah for Torah's sake. That's not something they're obligated to do and not something that we should compel them to do. And when we do compel a person to do something they don't have to do, that's when the risk of tiflut comes. Then you start undermining the very thing that you're doing to try and make it unimportant in your, in your own eyes. But if it's something that you chayav, a son, a man is chayav in Limut Torah, then compelling him to do so makes him accustomed to it, gives him an introduction to it, and eventually, hopefully, he comes to a love of Torah and a desire to learn. Thank you.